The following is brought to you in association with and from a proud partner of the Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment here. You're listening to Pure Rock Radio. Feed your addiction. Hello, this is Infernal from Disaster from Germany, and you are listening to Radioactive Metal. Welcome to Radioactive Metal. This is Radioactive Metal, your source for news, views, tunes, and interviews. Here are your hosts, Snowy, Rock, Kareen, and Aaron. What's up, everyone? Welcome to a special Total Disaster episode of Radioactive Metal. This is episode 657, and I'm Snowy White. And I am Aaron, and dear listeners, this episode is brought to you by True Cult Coffee. T-R-V-E-K-V-L-T coffee.com. Go there, subscribe, never run out of coffee. And not only will you never run out of coffee, you'll have not one, but two great bands that you get every month. And it's awesome. It's the hottest, blackest, most metal coffee out there. There are several different types of coffee. And this isn't just like, hey, let's repackage coffee. Or let's see what we can do here and, you know, we'll figure this out. Like... Coffee Bean Occulta is serious. He does things in small batches. He does collaborations with artists. He is a true connoisseur. Him and I have had very lengthy text conversations about the proper way to brew a cup of coffee. Like, he is really serious. He's as serious about that as, like, you know, uh, well, he's serious about that as he is about metal. And he's fucking serious about metal. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just ridiculous. So, with any luck, I will get to meet him this summer. I believe in the next couple months, he's supposed to be making his way down this way. You know, because the devil's mm-hmm. going down to Georgia. <laughs> <clears throat> I get that reference. I know, I know that's a thought. I knew you would. I knew you would. But so, yeah. TRVKVLTCoffee.com. Possess yourself a cup today. What's mm-hmm. going on, Snowman? I am possessing a cup right now in my old school radioactive metal mug, actually. Yeah, yeah. Holding off on 
on the Lemmys for one night at least while we're recording this time. So it's like, okay, what do I want to do? You know what? I'm going to fire up some true Cavalt here. And while we are enjoying that, how about we get to some tunage? In this week's True Cavalt Coffee Mandatory Metal segment. Um, as, of course, good friends of the show is Wise Blood Records. We've had Mr. Sean Frazier on before. And, of course, he of uh, Decibel Magazine as well. One of the new killer releases from Wise Blood Re- Records is the new Empty Throne Really, really cool stuff, and I tapped this awesome band for this week's Mandatory Metal. This is Empty Throne with That Day Has Come. Destroy with no regrets. Power and friends, the burning 
been very busy this week. Here's our metal fix. Hey, dude, what's going on? I've had a bumper week this week, man. Like, it's funny. I felt like nothing was going on. And then I start to write shit down. I'm like, oh, there's a lot more going on than I realize. So Mm -hmm. I keep meaning to point this out. But, you know, you're already 50. I'm catching up to you at the end of the year. I'll be turning 50. Did we talk about what else, like like a, a bit of an icon, if you will, is turning 50 this year? Hmm. 1971 oh geez i'm trying to think not that i could consciously remember 71 <laughs> you know I mean, why not okay. you were there <laughs> oh, you were yeah. there for more of it than i was <laughs> i only got what's, a couple days what's what's going on who's who else is celebrating their their big 5-0 the hard rock cafe oh wow wow awesome the hard rock cafe opened in london 1971 couple of American blokes missed American food and started their own rock and roll cafe. So it was the Hard Rock Cafe. And I started putting something together because I've been obsessed with the Hard Rock lately. Because I, I found I found a beer glass that I didn't realize I had. Because I finally unpacked like the last box kind of thing, you know, seven years later. And um, my dad used to go to Chicago every year for um, for work. And every year he'd swing by the Hard Rock Cafe and get me a shirt. It was like the highlight of, you know, my year. And I, I love the Hard Rock Cafe logo. It's like that big, you know, round um, yellow orb with Hard mm-hmm. Rock Cafe over in front of it. And the more I look at it, that looks like a moon to me. Okay, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> And I started thinking about something else, right? Like I started think, thinking about like that looks like a moon, and then the first Hard Rock Cafe was in Mayfair in London, right? Mayfair, London. Um, and there's a lyric in Werewolves of London that says, "Lately he's been overheard in Mayfair." I'm like, I think that the Hard Rock Cafe was started by werewolves. <laughs> Okay. All right. I'll 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 take that. I'll, out of all the conspiracy theories I've kind of heard See? over the last couple of years, I think I like that one the most. <laughs> I, I don't think it's a conspiracy theory. I think I think it's the honest truth. The Hard right. Rock Cafe was started by werewolves. It's basically rock and roll werewolves, and I we've that's it's I'm drawn to it. I found my people. So, there we are. So yeah. So I want to point that out. So the the Hard Rock is 50 this year, which is just killer. Like, and it's, it's hard to believe. Like, I, I don't think I ever put together before that we were the same age as the Hard Rock Cafe. It's like, holy shit. That's yeah. kind of crazy, you know. But so, um, uh, do you remember last year Bob Kulik passed away? We talked about it on the air. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. he's he's a guy that I did not know near as well as I knew Bruce. Because Bruce was in Kiss. And I, I still... Until literally today, never really put together exactly how much Bob did for Kiss, with Kiss, and with the members of Kiss, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but so today on YouTube, Bruce Kulick released a tribute video to his brother Bob. It's about 20 minutes long. It is, it's totally worth your time. Like, I mean, if you give a shit about rock and roll, metal, anything like that, all you need to watch this because like 
you had pictures of the two brothers playing with bands you would have never guessed them to play with, like back in the seventies. Um, Bob Kulik, Kulik was he was he backed up Diana Ross. Okay, I, I had no idea. I can see that. Yeah, but I mean, he's heavy as hell. Like he's really, really a heavy guitar player, and then, and it's funny because like typically when you have a guitar player from the seventies, you know, and they're you know, and they, they, they come up in the 70s. Well, they sound like a guitar player from the 70s. You know, the guys in Leonard Skinner or pick hmm. whatever uh-huh. 70s band, like Jimmy Page sounds like a 70s Jimmy Page guitarist. Like, that's that's what he sounds like. You know, mm. it's not like, I, I guess the, the exception to this rule here would be like a, like a Tony Iommi where, you know, he set the blueprint for metal. So, of course, he sounds metal. But... Like Bob, Bob and Bruce, neither one of them to this day. Well, I mean, you know, Bob's gone now, but I mean, like Bruce, he he doesn't play like a guitarist that would have been like gigging in the seventies. Like he plays like a modern guitarist, and that blows my mind. I mean, you know, he's sixty-seven, I think. Okay, and he's as modern as they come, and can keep up with it, and just. It was really interesting to see Bob's life kind of laid out in pictures, and Bruce narrates it. It's mm. it's it's a great it's a great watch, man. It's really a great watch. And then turns out that um, Bob is buried in the same cemetery as Johnny Ramone. Oh, wow. yeah, yeah. That that was pretty crazy. <laughs> I don't know if saying "Hey, that's cool" if that's morbid or anything, but that's yeah. that's kind of cool. Well, so I'm glad you brought up the morbid thing. So did I ever tell you when I went to Graceland and um, Elvis and his parents are buried on the property? Mm-hmm. Okay. So no, fucking I creepy. Think yeah, but... Oh, yeah, because Graceland's like his house, yes. right? Like, okay. Yeah, his house. So basically, and the thing is they had to exhume his parents' bodies, I believe, and move them to Graceland. So, oh, I wouldn't be doing that. So they're they're all like like they're all buried on Graceland. Graceland. The only one who's not is like his brother, who's buried like at the first house. But I mean, dude, he's buried in the fucking backyard, <laughs> right? It, it's yeah, just so weird. It. And there's yeah, people there. Is... No, go ahead. No, that I was going to agree. Like that really is kind of weird. And, and there's people taking pictures. I'm like. I wanted to snap picture. I'm like, no, I can't. It's a gravesite. Like, this is so weird. And I, I bring that up to bring this up. So the Johnny Ramone gravesite, like they show a picture of him. Like, wow, that's an awesome looking gravesite. Like it's um, and and also Chris Cornell's buried there too. And they showed his gravesite. And I mean, you know, fans are leaving tributes, but the Johnny Ramone site actually has like a little Johnny Ramone statue. And I started thinking, I'm like, you know. The rainbow is doing it the right way with having the statue of Lemmy at the rainbow. Because mm-hmm. like, it's cool that there's like a Johnny Rowan statue on his grave and I would love to go there and see it. But I I couldn't take a picture of it. I'm going to feel too creepy. And it, it, it just it just feels weird and disrespectful, you know, and, and that's that's my age talking because I have taken pictures in graveyards before in my youth, you know specifically in a graveyard at midnight in Salem, Massachusetts. That's a whole other story. <laughs> um, yeah. But, you know, like, I, I keep thinking, I'm like, you know, 
If only the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame would really step up and be the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And and I mean a little bit more. I mean, because we know who they're inducting, but like we need a place where we can go for all these statues. And I mean, the rainbow is only so big. Like, I feel like the rainbow should also have a Johnny Ramone statue. And there's so many kick-ass artists that probably should have a statue of the rainbow. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure like none of them have frequented like Lemmy. I mean, that that place is really Lemmy's home, man. It really. Well, is. yeah. But, Didn't he, he was wasn't he in there like every day? Yeah, yeah, every day, just hanging out, you know, playing trivia. You know, which which is cool as shit, man. Like that's just cool yeah. as shit. Yeah, so, but so, anyway, so yeah, so um, if you guys want to see see a really cool ass video, like just search it up on YouTube. Bruce Keeler put it out. It's also, if you follow him on Twitter or you want to search him on Twitter, you'll find it there. He links it there. Um, and then, Dear Snowman, you and I were talking off air because um, this this is the season where you get to pull Betsy out and ride her hard. Mm-hmm. I like to pause just for, for anybody to be like, whoa, who's Betsy? Why is he riding her hard? What the hell? Holy shit. Yeah, and that's, that's Snowy's skateboard. But right. I learned today about creature skateboard decks. Mm-hmm. Had no idea they're killer looking. the The creature logo, like, it's just like classic horror kind of stuff. Very the, metal. The dude, it's so metal, and the art is just such classic horror. I'm like, shit. I'm like, how did I not know about this? So, um, I am in the process of like looking for a new deck right now. Cause I'm like, you know what? I think I'd like to get a, a, a creature deck and I think I want to try and find a green one and trick it out a little bit. But yeah, we'll see how that goes. Um, but I found that out because of the, um, the artist who's been working for them freelance is Brian Romero. And he did artwork for Dean Del Rey for the Grail podcast. And Dean Del Rey has the Let There Be Talk podcast, man. Dean's mm-hmm. just been working his ass off. But um, like the the Grail dude, it's it's for collectors of fine things. Let's put it that way. Like if you appreciate shit that's well made, whether it's art, whether it's a watch, whether it's jeans, whether it's a boot, you know, like that that's the kind of place. And um, so it's a killer podcast. The interview with this artist was just awesome. It was just so cool to hear about his process and all this stuff and how he got into what he gets into and some of the cool things he's done. But, um, yeah. And so like that got the juices flowing for the surf skate episode. Like I keep thinking about, you know, or honestly, even like a surf skate month. Um, that's a whole nother thing. So, um, that's going on. And then today, so inked, and I think it's inked magazine, but Mm -hmm. there's like an inked shop and I, Instagram is finally starting to understand who I am and, <laughs> you know, and, and send me shit that's relevant. Right. So I get this ad for this awesome, awesome shirt. So first of all, we've talked about on the show that I love Chuck Berry. Right. And there's a classic Chuck Berry pose where his, his legs are kind of spread and he's got his guitar and just the way he's holding it. Like, like he is the blueprint for rock and roll guitar. Right. Like he's the blueprint. And that okay. picture is just phenomenal. Well, Inked Magazine or this Inked Shop, whatever it is, somebody took that famous pose and in place of Chuck Berry, they put Frankenstein's monster. Oh, wow. 
And I was desperately trying to order it, but they didn't have any of my size. So I set the email reminder and um, I got one coming now. And I'm thrilled. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, I can't wait, dude. Like it's, it's so killer. Like, like finally it, it's like, I'm finally starting to find like the like minds, you know? Cause I mean, art, like art, metal, music, monsters, horror. These things are really just one big thing for us, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. And yeah. It's just, it's just cool stuff. All right, and then last thing, Lucifer. Have you watched it yet? No, well, like I said, we started watching it. We we lost track. Oh, that's right. That's it's right. It's on. It's on the. It's on the, the to do list. Don't worry. All right. Well, there's new episodes yeah. out today. And okay. um, yeah, it's pretty good. So that's I was I was watching that this morning. I'm trying to slow myself down. They released eight episodes. I'm going to try and watch like maybe only one or two a week, so I can stretch okay. out the enjoyment of them. Because that's the problem with Netflix is like. You binge and then it's like on to the next thing. Or if they have a dry spell, you know, because everybody's been going through a dry spell. Production has not been easy this past year, you know. So, yeah. So, yeah, so that, that's that's what I got going on this week, man. How about you? What's going on? Well, for myself with my metal fix, well, first and foremost, just yesterday, of course, <clears throat> excuse me, as I'm on my way out the door to go to money job the new disciple the new decibel arrives oh yes yes this is awesome this is awesome yeah and not only that but it's the aforementioned special 200th issue that we had spoken to about on this show where they had where decibel put on uh, or no it was uh metal where metal blade put on that big um 2200 edition um, special show with Midnight a couple weeks back, as you may recall. So it finally, it, it got here. I still think I'm a little bit behind just because I'm up here in Canada and all that. But I got to say, I haven't been able to give the whole issue the once over yet, but I'm really excited as our good friend, uh, Sean Frazier, he um, has the cover story for this speaking to At The Gates and all that. And there was a yeah. really cool, really cool tribute to L.G. Petroff. Um, the Lamb of God, Ashes of the Wake is the, is the Hall of Fame. There's Carcass, Amorphous. There's all sorts of really cool stuff. I can't wait to dive into that as well. I hit the record shops this week again and tomorrow as we speak i'm gonna be uh heading out again like i said if there's such a thing as music addiction okay i really think i've got that especially especially like going out and finding like old old vinyls you know and and new as well and it's, it's just like they say you know can you get addicted to something that you can't ingest hmm that might be debatable but i don't know if you're going to be addicted to something let it be music let, let it be awesome vinyls and all that i 100 so, percent believe you can be addicted to anything right whether it's exercise food drugs alcohol whatever like anything oh, can sure. become an obsession and 
I mean, you know, other than your bank account could struggle occasionally, you know, <laughs> yeah, music's yeah. an addiction you can live with, man. Oh, yeah. Like, you're not going to die from this. No, no, you're going to continue to have, you know, a richer, more fulfilling lifetime, I believe. For sure, for sure. Um, while I was out, I made sure to grab the new Couch Slut album, Take a Chance on Rock and Roll. Really cool, um noise rock band out of new york and this band is fucking intense i can't begin to tell you how much i love that title <laughs> yeah yeah oh my god like their 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 brand of noise rock is just is right off the hook and just some of the lyrical content dealing with drugs and depression and underage prostitution and all that it's just it, it is reality that and it just schmucks you right over the head big time i want to drop a track from that as well a little more on the lighter side here um do you remember the lone rager i feel like we talked about them on this show before well the lone rager many years ago when megaforce records was just starting out there was this who was that masked man there was this there was this guy that um he really only did the one song, a single called The Metal Rap, where this dedicated metalhead in his mask, his hood, was went out there and he he rapped about how awesome metal was. As it turned out, the Lone Ranger, the Lone Ranger, the Lone Rager was Johnny Z. And um like Johnny the headhunter. Yeah, that was him. He oh, was the lone, he was the the Lone Ranger. Well, I had an opportunity to buy the full length twelve the twelve inch single of the metal rap from Chris Hanna from Propaganda of all people. Nice. Yeah, through through Ear Control. Big shout out to Brad who we just had on a little while ago. The head honcho there. Him, he was selling in Chris's name a bunch of. Uh, a bunch of his records. Okay. And when I saw, oh my God, Hannah's got like the Lone Rager, the original 12 incher. And like, because I, I had that song on the From the Vaults Megaforce compilation album and all that. So to find this on vinyl, I'm like, oh my God, okay. I will definitely take that. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely showing its age. Okay. But uh, if you liked uh, Blotto's Metalhead from back in the day as well, um, you will definitely get into this song. Another record that I picked up from Mr. Hanna was um, the Canadian, the mid, mid-80s Canadian Thrasher's Adversity. I think their one and only album, Lost It All, which this was a band, okay, I... So I I never really heard of them. They haven't really did very very much, okay. But I checked out. Oh, this was many years ago now. Um, they had an article in Metal Forces magazine. Yeah, and it's like, oh okay, this sounds sounds really cool. But I never, you know, gave it much opportunity after after that despite reading about them and all that it's like okay it's just another band i'm sure i'll hear them sometime and i just and i just never did and when i saw that mr hannon was selling this record i'm like okay you know what now's the time 
I think I think I'm gonna, you know, sound unheard. I didn't even go on to the interwebs and all that because apparently you can do that now. Did, did, did you hear that? You, we we don't have to buy no records unheard anymore. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't no know. If you, yeah, I don't know if you can, if you heard about that. Wow. <laughs> we could actually do that, but I chose not to because I wanted to do kind of like a little throwback, you know, back to those days. And I said I'm going to take a chance on this record because of an article that I read in a magazine. Uh, just like we used to do that. And you know what? I um, I was impressed. I really dug it. Good stuff. Good stuff. Definitely showing its age now, though. When you, when you get a chance, by all means, check out Adversities Lost It All. At the same time, later on that afternoon, I was in a, I was in a different record shop and I found, well, here, I'll give them a shout out. Old Gold Vintage Vinyl here in Winnipeg. Great little shop. I've been buying a lot of stuff yeah. there, there. And I found a copy, a seven inch copy of Van Halen's cover of Pretty Woman. No. As I, oh, <laughs> it's wow. Like, yeah. It's like, it's like I, I saw it and I'm like, even if I never play this. Okay, you know, because I have the record on on, on yeah, CD good. and all that. Even if I never played, I want that. You know, I'm buying that on principle just because it's there. <laughs> you Damn, know? man. That is cool. Yeah. And finally, while I was there picking up that, when I was a teenager, many, many years ago, even longer now, but the mid '80s, for I don't know, it only, might have only ran for about a half a dozen or uh, a couple dozen issues. But here in Canada, there was this really wicked Canadian metal magazine called Metallion. I think okay. I saw this on Instagram today. Yeah, yeah, because um, like I was a regular reader of this, I discovered like a lot of great great bands and new new bands and like just it just it's it served the purpose you know for that that young metalhead that's just discovering more and more all the time you know it, it had your mainstream acts like uh, iron maiden and triumph and all that but they also went deep into the underground as well well over the years my Italian seemed to have disappeared and all that. Uh, it's like, okay, that shit happens and all that. Well, I was fortunate enough to find um, that old gold vintage vinyl had three copies of the old Italian magazine there. And the owner, Brent, big shout out, he wasn't even too sure. Like, like I saw that they had these from a a year old Facebook post. And I thought to myself, okay, he's had to have sold them all by now, you know, like, you know, it's been a year. Well, as I'm approaching the counter to ask him to see if he actually had any of these, I saw a small stack of three of them just on the other side of his counter there. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I had a question for you here, pal, but I think I just answered it i want those <laughs> that's cool <laughs> i pointed i pointed at these three uh these three medallions and he's like i i 
explain to him, you know, when I was a teenager, I read it and I saw that you had them. I figured they were all gone and all that. How much do you want for them? And he goes, you know what? I honestly don't know what they would go for. He gave it a thought for about five seconds and he goes, um, seven bucks each? I'm sold. Okay, sure. Sure, I'll take them. I'll take them. Yeah, I got right here in my hot little fist, volume three with Eddie on the cover. Um, num number 10 with, uh, with, with Metallica for just after Master was released. And number 11 with uh, Judas Priest in their uh, turbo outfits. With Wendy Williams, Wasp, Venom, Ted Nugent, Kiss Anthrax. It's just, oh my God. Oh, oh, I'm taking time out this weekend and I'm just shutting off the rest of the world, putting on some tunes and some coffee, maybe a couple lemmies. And I'm just sinking my teeth into those. That's cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it just the memories go flooding back because I had these 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 issues. eh? The you know, and I'm and I'm seeing the ads and the articles and the pictures and they all just come flooding back. It was just oh, oh amazing. That's times like that. It's like pe pe people say, how can you listen to metal? It's times like that. I say, how can you not? You know, so yeah, that's everything for my metal fix. I'm getting excited already between those and Disciples 200th. Gonna be, I uh, got a busy weekend of reading to get us there. How about something from the new Couch Slut from Take a Chance on Rock and Roll? Oh, like I said, this is intense. This is Carousel of Progress.
that's some cool old school Canadian thrash. That is adversity with no more wars from that aforementioned lost it all record. Great stuff. Great stuff. And kind of one of those things that, you know, I wish I would have discovered it a lot sooner. I wish I would have took that plunge back then. Uh, uh. One band, of course, we have taken the plunge with on this show is German Thrasher's Disaster. We um, feature just a couple weeks ago now the new record Churches Without Saints came across my desk because that was going to be their latest release courtesy of a metal blade which giving us the great opportunity to sit down and for the first time have the mighty disaster on radioactive metal so we recently sat down with infernal the big the um the axe man from disaster and got everything there is to know about the new record which this is actually i, lo- I love it when a plan comes together thank Who you was hannibal it? that was hannibal from, from the a-team right yes well this new record okay if you are listening on pure rock radio it is available june 4th that will be tomorrow If you are listening to this in podcast form, the first day of release, it is available today. So if you are listening to it, you know, in podcast form, I am totally expecting you right now to be listening to this show on your way to the record store to grab churches without saints from the mighty disaster to get us there. With our chat with Mr. Infernal, let's go with the first single once again. This is a disaster from Churches Without Saints with Learn to Love the Void.
foremost i guess the the number one reason we're sitting down and talking apart from the fact that this is going to be the first time that you've been on the show hello and thank you so much for your time the new record churches without saints drops june 4th courtesy of metal blade i imagine uh this is pretty exciting right now Yes, first of all, uh, thank you very much for inviting us to your show. And yeah, we are very excited about uh, the new record. Uh, it's amazing what, what response uh, there is already from all around the world. And uh, we are very proud that uh, we as old wise men uh, that we are now, <laughs> that we uh, were able to, to, yeah, it seems that we we, we, we could uh, do something special and uh, the fans and uh, the the audience uh, seems to like it. Uh, we have uh, uh, just uh, unleashed uh, one song from the album, but uh, that, that is a real kind of uh, wave coming over us. And uh, yeah, it, it's great. It makes us very, very proud. Right on, right on. And this is record number nine. Okay, like if anyone hasn't been following Disaster like right, right from the start, they might be kind kind of surprised. Like, holy jeez, like this band has an amazing d- discography and have been around for for a long time. Does it seem like it's been over thirty years for you now? Yeah, that's true. We started with the band in nineteen eighty eight, nineteen eighty nine, around that time. And it's, it's, it's a real uh, a long amount of time, you know, and yeah, it makes us uh, very, very proud that we are still existing. <laughs> <laughs> we, we really managed to survive, you know, uh, like dinosaurs, you know, and <laughs> it's, it's cool that, that people are still interested in our stuff and uh, it, it seems that it becomes even uh, more Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Especially, you've also been with Metal Blade for so long now. In this day and age, um, with with the internet and all of that, like, how important or are they at all? Is are these record companies for bands? Um, for a band like Disaster, mm-hmm. uh, a record company is not that much important because. We are not on a professional level, you, you must know. We all have our day jobs, we have regular jobs, and we, we don't have to pay uh, our rents with the music. So 
uh, we just need the record company uh, to tell the people that the new album is out, you know, <laughs> and uh, to distribute it uh, around the world. That's, of course, their job. And they're doing, of course, a fine job. And uh, But uh, for us, it's, it's not that important, you know. Uh, it's, it, it, it's great to be on, on a label where, where great bands like Slayer have been on, you know. Mm-hmm. It makes us, of course, proud. But uh, the, 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 the record company for, for us as a band is, is not that much important. They do a great job. Don't misunderstand me. Mm-hmm. But uh, other labels do uh, good jobs as well. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. <clears throat> yeah, this show wouldn't be half of what it is without all the hard work from all these various labels getting the word out as I well. You've been with disaster like right from the beginning. Is like if if you said you you know what I'm done, okay? Would disaster be able to go on without you? Um, I don't think so, <laughs> because uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's my baby, you know, it's my child, and uh, uh, I'm the main composer, the main songwriter. I'm, I'm doing uh, nearly all of the work concerning the band. You know, and I think it would be very hard for the other guys if they uh, kicked me out, <laughs> which uh, it's hard to do. I want to uh, say, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, yeah, it 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 it, w- it wouldn't um, be the same disaster than than with me. I think. Right, right. Yeah, I kind of get that feeling. Like there are just some some band members. Like you can't have Merciful Fate without King Diamond. You can't have yeah. Destruction without Schmear. Like it just just doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. You know, You're right. Yeah, yeah. This is um. This has been like five years between albums. You've had some activity in in between, but was there rhyme and reason as to why? that 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 time between records uh well in the past we released albums every second year but uh nowadays we all have our our full-time jobs you know and there is not enough time to to rehearse uh, that often like in the past in the past we we rehearsed three or four times a week and nowadays we only rehearse two times a month so you can imagine that uh uh, we we are a band which is living in the in the or a band which is taking place at the rehearsal room. Uh, there the magic is 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 uh, there that we can write songs. We don't uh, write songs uh, via the internet and exchange files or something like that. We have to drink beer together and make of noise course. together. <laughs> That's our aim. So it, it it of course takes a lot of time nowadays. You know. Definitely, definitely, especially with everything that's going on in the world. I saw a little bit of advanced promo for this new record, and there's going to be a lot of really cool vinyl designs, various different colors and marble designs and all that. Stuff like that I get really excited for. How important is like stuff like that for you? Um, I'm also a record collector, a vinyl maniac, you know, right of on. course. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, like we all, old farts are <laughs> usually. <laughs> yeah. And uh, 
Uh, but I think this time, uh, uh, perhaps the record company overdid it a little bit. There are, I think, uh, nine different versions of the of the vinyl uh, uh, version, you know, and I don't know if, if it's really necessary. <laughs> I'm always glad with a normal black vinyl. Mm-hmm. I also like picture discs, you know, uh, even though they, they uh, don't sound that good, but they look great on the wall, you know. Right. And, for me, that's that's enough. Okay, one or two colors more is is good, but I, I really don't know why they do so many different versions. But uh, perhaps today the fans uh, want that. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. know. The younger guys, uh, uh, I uh, don't hope that they need to buy all the records. That's that's too expensive. <laughs> mm-hmm. Spend your money for beer instead. <laughs> I can tell your weekend is starting, yeah. <laughs> right on, right on, right on. You mentioned that you're a avid vinyl collector. What are your some of your favorite, you know, pieces that you own? Uh, I think one of my rarest items I have in my collection is uh, the the Running Wild twelve uh, inch EP called a Victim of State's Power with Walpurgis Night uh, on it as well. Oh, nice, that's a, a quite rare one. I think I don't know exactly. I'm not in the, at, at Discogs. You know, all my friends are at Discogs and uh, they have uh, dollar uh, signs in their eyes. Then, <laughs> but. Uh, for me, it's it's not that important how how uh, many uh, money I can get with the vinyl because I I won't sell it. That's right. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> so this is this is I think one of my 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 favorite and also I love old Running Wild music. You know that was one of the bands when I started with metal in in '86, uh, which which impressed me a lot. And uh, I'm I'm glad that I have some old stuff in my collection. Right on, right on. I'm the same way. I was recently going through all of my vinyls and I'm kind of doing a a tally in my head as to what, how much all this would be worth. And it's like, I think I'm sitting on a minor eBay fortune here, but there's no way I can't, I can't can't get rid of it. No way. (laughs) No, because I'm an old timer myself. So, okay. How old are you? I'm pushing 50 now. Okay, I'm 48. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we're both veterans. Excellent. Yes. <laughs> right on. Um, so speak, speaking of old, old, old time and all that, you're, the way you spell your band name is with an E. I'm assuming that's kind of um, a throwback to Destruction's Total Disaster song. That's right, you got it. Yes, that was the reason why the misspelling is also in our band name. Uh, we, we love disaster. Uh, we we love destruction, the band, of course, and we love the song "Total Disaster" as well. And it was a kind of saying when we were young. We always say, as, uh, said, uh, "Let's go to the village and make some total disaster," you know. Uh, <laughs> and then when it comes to to find a band name. Uh, I was uh, making the suggestion uh, to to name it a disaster because we were all chaotic young guys, you know, and the band name fitted totally good to to our characters. 
and also to our music, which, which was a real disaster in the, <laughs> the very beginning. Yeah, yeah. Have you shared this with guys like Schmier, guys that were in destruction back then? Like, are are they contemporaries of yours now? Yes, yes. We we played with them uh, sometimes, and uh, I think it was in 1999, first time we played together with Destruction, and of course. We all carried our vinyl collection uh, with us that uh, Schmier and Mike uh, could uh, sign it. And it was, was a great moment to meet these guys, you know, which are big, uh, uh, we are big fans of, of, of bands like, like Destruction and all the other German thrash metal veterans, you know. And it was a real pleasure for us to open for them. Right on, no doubt, no doubt. And I imagine they really liked the name of your band and the spelling as well. Yes, yes. <laughs> they also fe felt uh, honored by that, you know. The Schmier told us, well, that's great that you that you were influenced by me, you know, and it was cool. Mm -hmm. He's a really good guy, too. I've had the pleasure of having him on. Yes, yes, well. yes. Yeah, yeah. Do you have, like, people coming up, like, I guess you, I, sh I should say, like, you, you have fans of yours coming up with their vinyls and wanting you to sign them and, and all of that stuff as well. Yes, yes, yes. Of course, that's uh, always great. Uh, if somebody carries his whole collection with him uh, uh, to the to the concert, you know, and uh, we, we take our time to sign everything uh, they want, you know, and uh, uh, it's uh, sometimes it's 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 more attractive if some women came and want to uh, <laughs> get a titty signed. But uh, uh, we, that actually happens in hard music. What that actually happens in thrash metal, like it, it, glam in the eighties, it happened all the time. But like that's a thing in thrash metal. Not uh, very often, but uh, one or two times. And that's uh, very good, uh, memorable uh, moments, you know. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah. yeah. yeah what is... There was also one, one guy in Italy, I have to tell this story. Oh, good. He, he came uh, and, and said, ah, can you sign something for me? And we said, yes, but, but please come out. And then we get out and he wanted to, to uh, uh, get his uh, car signed. And we have to scratch our names on his <laughs> on his car, you know. Oh, wow, <laughs> that was really hard. But it was an old car; it was no Ferrari. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what? I've never heard that before. That is a new one. <laughs> that <laughs> that's fantastic. There was also one guy. It was also in, in Italy. He showed us his passport, and we. we Signed his passport. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, jeez. I wonder if that if it's still valid then, or if it's now vandalized, or they, did the the government consider it defaced or whatever, and it's no longer valid. I hope the guy didn't get you know stuck because of that. Wow. Yes, I also hope for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stuck because of disaster. <laughs> <laughs> with with um you. With disaster having been around for so long, um, what does your audience look look like these days? Is it just old time veterans like myself, or are you getting a lot of younger audiences as well? Yes, yes, uh, I'm very impressed uh, every time we play live because there's a good uh, young fellowship coming. 
and uh, also which is uh, very good uh, that there are also a lot of females now around you know and uh, that was not happening in the past you know the metal scene was ruled by 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 male guys you know and uh, Today, it seems that, that, that women are also into hard and extreme metal, and I, I, I appreciate it a lot. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm always glad to, to look in the, in the eyes of a pretty woman uh, standing in the first row, you know, <laughs> than uh, a sweaty uh, beer-drinking maniac. But, uh, of course, I also love the, the beer-drinking guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no. Hanging out with young pretty girls never gets old. Never. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, right. That's, right. that's right. That's right. And finally, I'm sure you've got a lot going on in the press docket today. Um, if all of this wasn't going on in the world, um, what would Disaster have been doing like right around this time? Well, of course, uh, some gigs were cancelled because of, of all the situation going on, and uh, we are very hot to play. We are we, we are so hot to play the new songs live, and it's a pity that we can't do it. Uh, the the all the gigs are postponed, and then again postponed, and uh, that's that's uh, ah, it's it's. We can't do anything against it. Of course, uh, we have to take it as it is. But, uh, of course, everybody's hoping that uh, live shows will be possible uh, as soon as possible.
Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. There are only three good things you need in life. Sex, beer, and pure rock.
Speaking of German thrash, I'm sure Disaster have more than one record in their collection from the mighty Living Death. That is from that awesome debut record, Vengeance of Hell with Hellpike. And before that, um, well, more kick-ass German band, Exumer, the title track from their Hostile Defiance record, which, of course, um, Exumer label mates on the Mighty Metal Blade with Disaster. All of those records available now. Make sure you get your butt out there, especially with Record Store Day coming up, shall we say. Get out there, grab all of that, because um, that is some really cool stuff. Something that's definitely captured the metal world's attention lately is all the goings-on that's been happening within the Megadeth camp. Yeah. Yeah, now, um, I don't think we would, did the story break. I guess we didn't talk about it last week, but the week before when all of that stuff came out about, you know, now ex-Megadeth bassist Dave, Dave Ellison, you know, there was allegations of fan, fan grooming and inappropriate activities, you know, over the interwebs with a minor and all that. And it's just like, uh, we don't really need to go over everything because it's all been said but there's still some uh fallout this week from it that being um mr ellison has been let go from megadeth yeah is this is this okay with with this it's not surprising you know because of the whole you know with the me too thing and just the pc world that we're living in and the old ways of the groupie and all that are kind of the casting couch and all that all of that is taboo and is being called out i'm actually kind of surprised though that um dave gave dave his walking papers for this i figured okay this was going to be something he proved you know he kind of proved his innocence they would just kind of let 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 this go because, like we said, all of this is going to be forgotten when that new record, you know, drops. Are you are you surprised by this? Yeah, I really was, and I mean, and you know, we we're talking off air about this, so I was trying to find out more information about what the allegations were, and I'm googling it, and the only thing you can find is just everybody's linking to a story about you know Dave being fired from Megadeth, um, but you're really not hearing anything else. And I mean, maybe things are still developing. We don't know, right? We're we're gonna see, and you know, I I would assume that you know the Megadeth camp is gonna be privy to details that we're not. Who who knows? You know what else is going on. Um, but I mean, based on what we know, what's public so far, you know, I mean, Dave was, uh, Ellison was having an extramarital affair, but it, mm-hmm. you know, it didn't seem to be a minor or anything else, scumbaggery or anything like that. It was two consenting adults. So, you know, that's the thing is like, okay, it's two consenting adults, um, Man, I don't want to sound like a total jerk, but that's very rock and roll for the era that they all came up in. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 not condoning it, not saying yo yay or nay, just saying like like let's let's look at what's going on here. And you know, he came out and said that hey, it's not my best moment, but you know, here's here's a statement from the girl, all that sort of stuff, and she was defending him. So it's just one of those things where it's like, ugh. You know, I, I was kind of surprised to see that he got the walking papers because I really thought it was going to be one of those things that they were going to fight and, you know, or at least just try to try to get, you know, the truth out there. But I mean, maybe this is going to be one of those cases where we are surprised here in a couple of weeks because there's more details coming out and we're all going to cringe. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, t- time will tell. Yeah, yeah. I have the kind of the 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 public announcement here from from Mustaine right in front of me. It says, while we do not know every detail of what occurred with an already strained relationship, what has already been revealed now is enough to make moving forward together impossible. Okay. Ah, the key words there is already strained relationship. Right. I thought that was actually kind of pretty telling too. Could this like okay because like Allison has left left Megadeth before, you know they've done they've sued one another for millions of dollars. I don't know, don't recall exactly how that got settled or whatever. And then he's he's returned, so I'm maybe thinking, okay, is this the thing to use to get rid of him? <laughs> Ah, that's I, oh, that's an interesting angle too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and have you uh, have you seen <laughs> the joke of the week? No. <laughs> Shall we decide? There's this really cool meme going around a picture of of Mustang saying he so wants to be Metallica that he threw his 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 bassist under the bus. <laughs> oh, 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 that's rough. Oh, brutal. I can't remember if I tagged you in this one or not, but did you see the picture that's going around the internet of Lars in a Megadeth t-shirt playing a bass? Oh, no, no, yeah. I don't see that. Yeah, and, and, and it was going around and somebody's like, caption this, and I, I put some smart-ass comment up like, Hey Dave, you need a bass player? You know, like. <laughs> oh. oh, wow. Oh. So yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be. Yeah, I, I don't know if interesting because, like you said, it might turn out to be very, very cringy down the line. But as Megadeth fans from the first record, you know, like before I even really knew anything about, you know, even being a member of because i bought i bought megadeth i bought killing is my business and business is good like sound unheard before i really even knew anything about the band it was just this new thrash band on Banzai records and all that and back then if you were an underground canadian metal fan you looked for that symbol and if it was oh, yeah. on if it was on on that record you bought that record you were you were leaving the store with it so it's uh it, it it's it's going to be something over the next little while, or like I said, it could be just swept under the carpet with everyone involved. And once the new record comes out, no one is no really going to again. care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, it's not going to get any um, any brighter around here because, unfortunately, um, oh, geez, remember the movie School of Rock? Yes. Oh, wasn't that an absolutely amazing movie with Jack Black teaching that you know that 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 class how to rock and roll and and oh, all yeah. that? One of my favorite lines in that movie is when he, the first day he shows up for class. And he's like, I have a hangover. Does anybody know what that means? And the one girl, like all smug, goes, it means you're drunk. He goes, no, it means I was drunk yesterday. <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, yeah. That was such a touching movie, too, when they're, when he's showing, when he's showing them and they're playing oh, yeah. uh, Ramon's Bonzo goes to Bitburg and all that. Man, I, part of me, you know, the lump in the throat, the eyes get watery. You know, it's just, oh, oh, there's so much to love about that movie well this week we lost uh, kevin clark um he was he was um spazzy mcgee yeah, the drummer this the appointed drummer of the school rock band in the movie he was accidentally killed while cycling in chicago 32 years young wow man yeah yeah that's uh that's too bad. That's just one of those. That's their joke, dude. Yeah. When you uh, when you turn on the news and you see something like that, it's like, oh, that just hits you. Yeah. That just hits you. That's uh, too bad. So, of course, Radioactive Metal, we're going to give our condolences out now to, uh, to the Clark family. And if we don't have anything else without any further ado we are going to get into tonight's indie spotlight we're always on the lookout for fresh new talent check out this indie spotlight With tonight's Indie Spotlight, it's actually a band that our longtime listeners should probably already be familiar with because we played a track off of their 2016 The Great Destroyer Records. Sweden's Gadget is back with a really cool split with Retaliation. Like I said, we played this band earlier when they were on the Relapse record. And I remember I was having a conversation with our former co-host Rock about it on the air because I had referred to the band as Gadget. For some reason, it just, the word Gadget, it just wasn't connecting properly in my brain and he said he had to say no no it's gadget i know it just it kind of looks kind of weird but hey you've heard of inspector gadget right <laughs> that's a good point uh yeah <laughs> okay it's just like that uh, well ever since that moment I, i've been a fan of the mighty gadget and it was really cool to see they have an indie split release right now so we're going to get a track we're going to get to a track from that this is gadget with c-o-n-t-r-o-l or control (laughs) 
kind of weird featuring a former relapse uh, roster in our uh, indie spotlight, but such as it is in the metal underground, that is Gadget from their really cool split with Retaliation. Check it out at gadgetgrindcore.bandcamp.com or facebook.com slash gadget grindcore great stuff great stuff and it's really a band i guess we should have them on sometime i don't know why uh we haven't i mean we've had a number of other you know brutal grindcore and black metal death metal bands from relapse throughout the years i think maybe uh it's time to get gadget on as well how can uh people get a hold of us well dear snowman <clears throat> they can go to radioactivemetal.org to check out all of our old episodes maybe you'd like to send us an email maybe you'd like to send us some music radmetal666 at gmail.com you want to see the pictures that we're talking about for the stuff that's coming on or t- no Damn it. I don't even know what the hell that means. But you want to see pictures when we talk about stuff that we're talking about pictures. You want to see about Snowy's Hall, the magazines, the vinyl. You want to see a good picture of Betsy. Go to at RadMetal666 on the Instagram. You can get to the same, um, you can get to our account with Twitter, same handle, at RadMetal666. But we don't tweet. But No, I don't know what it is about that. Yeah. It's just something I never got into. If you're a completist and you need to have all of our social media, that would be it. You know, that'll help you. Facebook.com slash RadMetal. Um, that, you know, keeps up to date with stuff that's going on. We are a part of the Shining Wizards Network, ShiningWizardsNetwork.com. Um, we're out there with a bunch of other great podcasts. Some wrestling podcasts are there. There's another um canadian podcast called a wrestling night in canada and hmm. one of the hosts sounds just like snowy it's so weird. yeah sounds like a handsome gentleman for sure yeah yeah real handsome real handsome and you know <laughs> had a birthday recently too it's weird so coincidental yeah but, he's an old man now yeah and um because <laughs> of the shining wizards not only are we on places like itunes or stitcher and the google play store but we're also on spotify so you can hear us on spotify as part of the shining wizards network and last but certainly not least if you heard last week's episode you heard us talk about St. Rich in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, who is the owner-proprietor proprietor, uh, station yeah, manager of, yeah. of um, Pure Rock Radio. PureRockRadio.net. Hear us first every Thursday, right? So you don't want to wait till Friday morning or maybe you've got something going on Thursdays. You know, you're like, man, I just need to chill. It's a Thursday night. I got a long weekend coming. I need a chill, man. You just go to purerockradio.net and hear us first Thursday nights. It's a great time. I think that's everything, right? Other than it is. if you'd like to send Snowy a letter, but I'll let him mm-hmm. talk about that. Mm-hmm. All this talk about cool stuff from the 80s, magazines, and awesome records and all that way back then, back in the day. There was a uh, really cool segment in the back of Metal Forces magazine, and then later on, Metal Maniacs, the Pen Bangers, 
section so where dirty, <laughs> where where uh, underground metal fans kind of got together and exchanged, you know, a snail mail pen and paper and of course along with that came the whole live tape trading and the whole demo tape tape trading scene as well well if you're like me if you're a veteran from the scene and you don't mind you know stepping back into yet yesteryear then contact us through you through the gmails let us know give me your address and we'll start communicating that way it's good old-fashioned fun time uh to get us on out of here the awesome grave miasma just dropped their new record abyss of wrathful deities this is some brutal death here this was one of those bands dude that i discovered um in uh when i was doing the uh war on music shop would get all these cool cds in and uh oh I remember uh, finding Grave Grave Miasma, their first record at that time, and it's like, holy jeez, this is the type of stuff that we want to get out there. So we're going to drop track from that new record. In the meantime and in between time, that's it. This has been a total disaster episode of Radioactive Metal. I'm Snowy White. This is Aaron. Signing off.